Everybody and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Not just any other episode. Hell no, because we are coming at you pre-recorded from the same room. It's getting pretty smoky already. <laughs> we are chilling. We are. Uh, I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And it feels weird. I don't think we've done a show in person no. since it's been over half a year. It's well over half a year. Yes. Because we, I, I'm certain we did not do a show in person. During the like couple of weeks that lockdown was eased before the Christmas. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that we did it in video instead of oh, audio. Oh yeah. So I could see we could see our filthy habits. Yeah. Person to person, so we could keep in touch. I'm, somewhat. I'm. It just occurred to me you're talking about that in the past tense. I now I sort of think of easing of lockdown as a temporary thing, but I am actually completely fully vaccinated at this point. Yeah. And every day, you know, thousands and thousands more people um, are. So I think. With any luck, we actually won't have to go back to that, which is mm, so mm. nice. I might be within the next month, I think. July seems to be the target yeah. at the speed we're going at. Yeah. Fingers crossed. So, so you know, with with any luck, we, we will be able to, to continue doing this in person um, yeah. and not having to yeah. sync up different microphones and stuff like that. So, um, you know, hopefully it doesn't... Uh, we did a good enough job that you can't really tell the difference. Yeah. But uh, it yeah. is a, like, quite a bit of extra work. So it's great to be back. And, you know, you get that in that little bit more uh, spontaneous the cozy conversation. Ca- the Cozy Cafe podcast way that only podcasts can do in person. Damn right. So, coming up on the show this week, we have new releases from Royal Yellow, Sewer Slut, <laughs> Dobe Ginohore, and a look back at Christophe Willem's 2007 debut album, Enventaire. Yeah. So, that's a really interesting mix of stuff. And I want to say, I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think our first No Bands Week. Yeah, go figure. No, no, no Bands Club. Exactly. So yeah, we it's not it's a weird one. We don't often do it. They're all it's all solo artists yeah. um, this week. So weird. It is it is weird and for and, and two two French language as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, we could have uh, done more, but we're, we're keeping it too. We're keeping we're keeping it we're keeping it um keeping it manageable. No, I, I'm I'm really excited. Um, I'm trying to think was there has there been any like surprise news or anything like that um, that's come out the last couple of days? No, I mean like some some like cool announcements of bands getting ready to visit next year like yeah. uh, Devin Townsend announced uh, an, Acad- or an Olympia Theatre gig April really? 13th next year for his new album it's coming out then oh, that's exciting yeah are, tic- are tickets on sale? on the 20th oh, so that's, that's really cool because he was unsure if it would ever happen again yeah I was watching his bonus footage on the latest DVD and he was like I don't know if I'll ever be able to do this again and, and here we go yeah yeah, that's fantastic. No, I, I, I really, I think that was, it wasn't one of one of the last, but it was, I think it was December twenty nineteen, was yeah. it? It, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see something because budget is going to be an issue for a lot of these bands of coming back, ones yeah. that have big theatrical things happening. Definitely, um, including Devin. Um, many other big bands like maybe Slipknot even might have difficulties with budget. Who knows? Yeah, of course. And you know, last night um, was the very first large-scale gig in Ireland since I March saw it in the Ivy Gardens. In the Ivy Gardens, yeah. So, I mean, that 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 venue, it's not a permanent venue. It's a, sort of an outdoor park, but um, it can hold 4,000 people. Yeah, full, I saw Garbage play there. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I've, I've seen Idols play there, a couple of other bands. Um, but, you know, it was 500 people yeah. in a 4,000-cap venue. But still, you know... That's a lot of people hmm. for the government to sort of sanction and say, yeah, you can get together and enjoy some live music. Yeah. James Vincent McMurrow, probably neither you nor I, my favourite artist, but still, good for him. Yes. You know? I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for it too, but long may it last. Um, Donington will be playing host to pilot, Download Pilot, as we discussed, uh, next weekend. Whoa, that's so next like, weekend. In a week. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is wild to think about. And uh, as you say, you know, like artists are, you know, there's the very real prospect of, of kind of coming back and putting on shows, whatever they, those shows may be. I'm just very excited to 
to get involved in them. Yeah, there's kind of a, a homemade DIY setup to it now, it seems. Yeah. The, the whole music workplace trying to like construct stuff. Yeah. Make slightly big shows and see what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be very weird and interesting. Definitely. Um, another thing that I'm very, very excited about was we finally, yeah. after more than a year of waiting, uh, got a release date for the George Harrison All Things Must Pass 51st anniversary box set. 51st? Yeah. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because they, 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 they just completely missed the the anniversary. They they, they put yeah. out one of the new mixes, but I am I got I got a copy of All Things Must Pass, an original nineteen seventy copy for Christmas. Uh, or sorry for my birthday just yeah. gone. And I am just so excited to hear the new mixes um, and all of the outtakes because it's really not an album that's ever had uh, much of, much in the way of that like that that kind of treatment. Yeah. Yeah. So really, really excited for that. Um but yeah, I mean, I think apart from that, we just, we, we, we forge on. And if it's okay with you, we can get into the album reviews. Yeah. So the first one this week, it's actually not an album. It is a, the, an EP. In fact, the debut EP from Royal Yellow, aka Mark O'Brien, formerly of Enemies. Yeah. Were you about to say Royal Blood? Because I was thinking that. <laughs> I tripped over it in my head. So many Royal bands Blood, yeah. have Royal in the name, but yeah, Ro- Royal Yellow. It's a good name. Um, so many bands? I don't know. Royal Blood, Royal. This oh, there's definitely the Royal Royal Republic. Royal Republic, um, Royal. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here, but there's definitely another one that's on the tip of my tongue. It's kind of one of those words that people yeah. use in band names, and it's fine. It's good. It's memorable. It's classic. Um, it's called Still Until, and yeah. So th- this project sort of began life following the, the breakup of Enemies. I think they broke up in. Early 2017, late 2016, if I'm not very much mistaken. 2018 was the last gig we went to, wasn't it? Was that 2018? Was yeah, it? maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 was just... I don't trust my memory pre-COVID, but hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you could well be right. It's just, I, I was reading a couple of interviews with um, Mark and he was kind of mentioning like 2017 is a year. Um, but, you know, I'll take, we obviously were at that last gig. I think... It was sometime around then. Anyway, and he, you know, he kind of sat down with his laptop and began working on things. Um, the first single that came out, I, I, I don't think I actually heard at the time, but in retrospect, it's very lo-fi hip-hop, hip-hop beats to relax that study too. It's he did very, it with Senu. Yeah, I yeah. Believe. I, I, I have to say, like, I listened to it and kind of went, it felt a little bit zeitgeisty to me, like very much kind of like jazz cafe type it's, vibe it's something to get off your list yeah. right you know if if you have all the solo stuff with synths and stuff and you like chill chill hop yeah. you're, you're gonna have it you're gonna you do are it. and like as a first attempt perfectly perfectly respectable yeah. mm-hmm. the second song made the first I thought was you know pr- pretty good as well and you know I you know that this is all just context that I didn't have maybe list, like going into this EP but I will say that I thought his work to date was quite different from what we get on this EP. I don't know if you agree with that, but I think this is something kind of new from Royal Yellow. Yes, it was a lot of experimentation to get to a, a certain understanding of how you could tackle something. And even what next. the pro- yeah, and even what the project is. Like yeah. what, what does what does Royal Yellow sound like? That's the hardest part, right? Yeah. As as Chris Martin would say. Um but what you do get is I think it's a 23 minute EP, it's three songs. Yeah. Basically in two parts because the first half is made up of you know still part one and still part two yeah. um which together i think they're you know, they're roughly kind of 10 11 minutes and then there's then mm-hmm. there's uh, until which is 11 Five minutes in itself but yeah but it starts in a very unexpected and, and fresh way i mean really kind of almost in that neoclassical vein i feel like it's very piano heavy mm-hmm. um and vocals are in pretty much from the get go. Yes, quite an quite an enemy sensibility to those vocals. I think they're like the his vocals. Stuff. That's him, um, yeah. <laughs> right? Like yeah, 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 the identity yeah, yeah. of enemies that kind of flashes a bit and it's comforting. Those flashes of vocals, yeah, definitely. But I didn't expect from the get go to be hearing you know those kind of like portico quartet, go go penguin, otterang style, like mouse on the keys. I was not expecting that much kind of flashes of and, size. Yeah, and almost mm. kind of experimental jazz type stuff yeah. and then moving into more of a Tom York anima yeah st- type I, I, sound. I think I mentioned on on Twitter it was it was very uh, Nine Inch Nails yes um, circa uh, they did an EP called Still as well oh. um, which had some some very chill stuff piano 
modal piano that very much peaceful and blissed out like this. Yeah. Um, and sad. There's a melancholy in the first half. Um, it's it's definitely of a two parts. It's yeah. Two feelings. Um, regarding uh, the pandemic, of course, and his his um, how his feelings manifested pre and post, and that's kind of what this is about, right? And it sure feels it. It does. It does. I mean, I definitely. I felt. I was wondering if I was picking up that right. The kind of main refrain is sort of still. I'm still alive. Still alive. Still alive. And you're sort of going, yeah. That's how a lot of us felt. You know, around kind of March, April time. You just you're just kind of pacing through. But that first, I I agree. I think it's really melancholy. It's really kind of emotional and so well put together. And just again, apparatus another person that I would I would liken it yeah, to. Yeah, that, like, ev- it's beautifully well constructed. The piano sounds amazing. His voice, he doesn't just do the like stuff. There's also like proper slowly builds phrases. Phrases, there's proper lyrics and singing and stuff, and he's got a really good voice. So that first track sets the stage really nicely, and then I think it's kind of if if part one sets it up, part two knocks it down. Cause all of a sudden you're into that like that more kind of late nineties grey. Yeah. Grey kinda. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't have as many of those, infl- those kind of reference points, but for me it was Subtract, Tycho, John Hopkins, a little yeah. bit of uppermost, maybe public service broadcasting, mm-hmm. like really, really classy electronic beats, but with an actual, you know... It's, kind, an, it's, yeah. another, it's another type of that music he's getting off his list, yeah. but it works in this grand space. Yeah. Um, sure. And it has, it has that post-rock progressive song structure to it it's not it's not that typical electronic structure of just kind of start quiet build 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 kind of rage for like a minute and then bring it it back down it stops and then later on it builds even harder with like a a real real synth yeah real good synth lead i think you're talking yeah it's it's almost sort of like a pure 80s saw you think it ends and picks up picks back up in a very kind of enemies way right yeah yeah yeah, Um, yeah yeah Yeah, it's so it's cool good. to hear. It's it like that that part of the song is so essential, and it comes right towards the end. So you get this break, this almost kind of Aphex Twin style drums and percussion break, and then it comes in with that synthesizer that's so kind of distinctive, and it it lifts the whole song, what, and it very it is quite progressive in yeah. that way. What what makes it not so tired compared to other people who tackle this kind of thing is he, uh, he's he's definitely keeping his his math rock. A band on his sleeve yep. while doing this. The sensibilities are still there. Yep. Making the um the the progression of these songs sound a whole lot more special than what you'd come to expect. Yeah, I, I agree. Think. I agree. I think, you know, enemies always had such a great command over what chords they chose to use and what emotions that those chords would evoke. And like all the way throughout this and really it is I mean the whole record, the whole EP is kind of too progressions like there's so much going on uh but at this but ultimately still and until still has one kind of that that's kind of the whole song and then until is you know is its own thing um and and that's an 11 minute song mm-hmm. that that works around one chord progression but it just does so much a few, a few different things a few yeah. different poly notes yeah happening at once that's the thing yeah like it, it like it he puts things in those pockets between chords and stuff and yeah. it gets starts off with these little squeaks that kind of sound a bit like something that foxing would have done on that last album but when the like the dum 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 when when the bass actually kind of kicks in it's it's not shying away it's not trying to be too cool i kind of feel like sometimes in this genre particularly in ireland there can be a sense of not really wanting to give like a pulse and not wanting to to put too much uh, weight behind yeah. I know behind exactly the synthesizers. what you're talking about but he doesn't do that he like he there's, a, there's a crack to the synth yeah. the bass is really there's like, a pound to it yeah it's powerful and it just it, it well, makes so, all some the some people difference. are kind of scared to um, as I've noticed um, recording myself is just turn up the bass turn up the kick on the yeah. drums turn up the snare and have those two just pumping crank the bass up well, if you want to yeah like honestly <laughs> and it does build to that point as well yeah um, with some really cool kind of sharp uh, uh, I'd almost say like a sonar sounding mm. synth bits yeah um, maybe a bit of breaks up because it's 11 minutes later on yeah you're kind of like that's the one thing I hear so much in this song yeah. but there's so much uh, so much happening 
to look forward to it yeah. as it goes. It's you it's say very you rewarding. say sonar, I, I say dial up, but I think another beat to the yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the it's highest awesome. thing on the mix at most at some points, but yeah. it sounds great. Yeah, he, yeah, he's really just put a lot of thought into the production and stuff like that. It great and, vocal oh. uh, um, feature. I don't know who it is. Uh, I don't know. He mentioned it, mentioned it on a Q and A or something. But I uh, yeah had a good look. But it's I, great. It's it's it's, a, it's it's great. And again, it just it, it brings something new. It's not too intrusive to the song. Yeah, it's not too intrusive. I think there's a in that song. It's as much. It's as much kind of electronic as it is. It's indebted to, to electronic as much as it is like that kind of more like experimental leaning side of indie. I would say the the, uh, the likes of maybe Wild Beasts or Alt J or something like that. There is definitely, or even some of Foles' weirder stuff. There's a natural element to it. Yeah, not yeah. just synthetic. It's uh, exactly yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's 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 so it's just a song you can get lost in. But then at the same time, you can absolutely dance to it. There's like bongos there's and percussion yeah. and there's so much syncopation to it that it's like, it's nearly impossible not to move. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, do you have any qualms about it at all? Nope. No, I don't. Nope. Um, I thought I did initially, but I was like, no, that's all perfectly intended. And depending on your patience, I guess, would be the only difficulty for some people. I actually went, I, today, uh, like... This is an EP, right? So it's it's short. It's three tracks. But I will say that I listened to this today on my big headphones. I was like, this is absolutely phenomenal. Full. When on Bandcamp, I ordered the vinyl because I think this is the perfect Same short. Got it. Yeah. It's like the perfect short record experience. You know, you sit down you to read a chapter of your book or something like that. And it's like, you put this on, you couldn't have a better time for yeah. 23 minutes. I think it's, Half an hour walk. There you go. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's just it's just a perfect little piece of music, I think. Um, and for, and you know for that reason, may I'm sort of slightly hinting at it, but for that reason, I think this is a ten out of ten. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. First time I listened to it was yeah. was up Kalani Hill at like five a.m. on the day it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably one of the first people to listen to it up there, and it it fit like a glove. I gotta say, I Scenery. I I think you're yeah. I have to I have to give you some kudos or whatever because. You were always hounding me. I, are you on Royal Yellow, or have you been listening? Or have you been following Royal Yellow? I think I would have just not. He ain't fucking around this you know, time. You know, like, you know, you know, he, he didn't come to play. Um, he ain't fucking around. So I, yeah, I think I think this is. I mean, in terms of picking a favorite song, sometimes with these really short EPs, it feels a bit redundant. I would probably say still part one, but that's it's so little. Still part two for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm giving this a ten. Yeah, ten. There you go. Hey, Mark, two tens for you there perfect score it's just it's fantastic it, 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 it doesn't there's not enough time for anything to go wrong because everything he does he just does so well the only problem is I want more I want more I want to see what comes next I want more but I'm glad I'm glad that he's yeah he's kind of released this it feels even though it's short it feels really ambitious because of the length yes. of the songs yes um, whereas if this had been like 12 minutes or 13 minutes and three songs it it might feel a little bit less of a like a full meal, but because it's the length of like a pop punk album or something or like yeah, a hardcore yeah. album, um. But in these really expansive electronic tracks, to me it feels really satisfying to listen to. I'm excited to hear what what he does next and how he decides to like expand the sound and kind of grow it out because clearly Royal Yellow has a sound now, which is great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that's yeah so off to a good start that's still until by yeah. Royal Yellow like just go listen to it it's absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. it's going right into my regular rotation it's brilliant um, okay next up uh, alright why the hell not sewer slug yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I was waiting for somebody to say that huh, okay uh, so sewer slut. Um this is I think the fifth album from the Australian mm-hmm. Atmospheric drum and bass artist. It's uh, been three years. Only three years. Yeah, it's, right. it's five albums in three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Schizophrenia Simulation. Um, Schizophrenia is spelled in an odd way, but you'll find well, so is Sirius Lot actually, but Sirius Lot is spelled with a V instead of a U. As was the style at the time. As was the style at the time. Um, just to preface this one really quickly, uh, so J- June or, or Junko or. Yep. Um, however. She's known, I believe. I believe she's identifies as a she. Um, so there's a little bit of background to Sewer Slut that probably needs to be addressed very quickly right at the top of the show. In that there are mm-hmm. 
vicious lies and dangerous rumors to to, mm. to, to, to borrow a phrase from big boy um, you know there are things that Sewer Slut has publicly apologized for as best as I understand mm-hmm. um, that I didn't really feel comfortable digging into in too much detail but suffice it to say that there are things about album titles and song titles and album covers that are you know reasonably objectionable from the past or quite objectionable in mm. some cases um, they've been apologized for and from what I understand Sewer Slut is like very young I think I think you know she's only in her like, late teens early 20s um, so you know stuff that's even feels like recent enough like 2017 mm. that could mean the difference between being you know 16 and being 20 a lot changes a lot changes a lot can change so I'm not saying one way or the other I'm not making a judgement I'm just saying that like I acknowledge that there is some thing floating around in the ether about this artist I can't make a, you know, I'm not going to make a judgment either way, but uh, I believe that it's been apologised for. And with that caveat in mind, yeah. let's just talk about it. A them. lot of artists don't. Glad to see this per- this person does. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a big, yeah. big point. Own up to it. Um, yeah, own up to it and, 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 and kind of apologise. And then all we can do is we're going to take this album on its merits, okay? Yeah. Which are which are many. So, yeah. so you had Sewer Slot in your top 20 albums last year. I did. <laughs> I did. That album shook me for, for, for a new one. I believe it was called... The world is fucked. <laughs> yes, and quite accurately, it kind of yeah. was at the time. It was. Yeah. It was. I I, I, I like that. I, I listened back to it after you brought it up. And, uh, you know, I, I, the one that hit for me from your top 20 was Takanoma. I listened, I still listen to that all the time. I think it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I, but seriously, that I did, did strike a chord and I have listened to that, that album quite a bit myself yeah. as well. So th- this artist is definitely a particular flavor I quite enjoy yeah that i don't think you have tackled as much as i have um that no be, that being kind of it, club it, it's a lot of like real hardcore club it's techno, dark it's it's dark yeah it's, extra uh, yeah, yeah 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 it's it's like it's like the polar opposite it's outsider house in a way it's more yeah. drum, drum and bass and jungle inspired but it's like to me it feels like this is the exact opposite end of the spectrum from dj sabrina the teenage dj where that that's like euphoric nostalgia and this is like acidic D- depressive place. futurism <laughs> yeah, de- de- depressive hopeful futurism because there is a bit of hope there is slight it's definitely in the there are moments of hope yeah since it's bittersweet at points yeah um in the last album more so this one this one's a longer one um um it's definitely like playstation one acid yeah. tripping stuff um yeah it's insane and soothing <laughs> a different flips of the coins or- yeah a lot it's a lot of the kind of the, the low-key stuff reminds you of those interludes that Nero do where you've yeah, got like yeah. the kind of one almost sort of siren type synthesizer with atmospheres yeah. kind of whooshing around in the background there's a lot of that there's it gets you know it can be very threatening and ominous like that looming sorrow descent has a real prodigy vibe to it where it's it's really frantic but kind of hypnotic at the same time yeah like a, and then a lot of it's particularly towards the start brings to my you know pendulum but immersion yeah. era pendulum not quite as polished or but, commercial but that vibe. But yeah yeah it's yeah it's definitely got that speed yeah right there's a certain ferocity to it and a joyful kind of stuff when the drum and bass stuff really hits yeah and i love i really love it i don't think the last album had that much of this one does yeah so i like that change yeah this one does feel a little bit more melodic like the just even the, the synthesizers that are chosen and the chord progressions and stuff like that, you know, even though it is, it's it's kind of heavy going, it, it, there are still catchy moments and things like that. So yeah. I think, is Hatsume, Hatsume Miku on this album? Really? I mean, uh, I, I looked into in it. Restlessness? I'm not, uh, yeah, I looked into this. I'm not, I'm not just, that's not coming out of nowhere. It's a vocoder kind of effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I looked into it and everyone was like, oh my God, it's Miku, Miku, like is on that track. And I'm like, is, is it, is it outside Miku? Or is, is it like it a, a plug-in? VS- <laughs> is it a VST? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, plug-in, maybe. But, uh, uh, effective yeah. and really good. I, I really enjoyed that song in particular, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I think that's a highlight. It is definitely a highlight. Yeah. And you get between this, all this stuff, you get a lot of oppressive kind of um, building moments, which mm. are pretty long. Um, I would say yeah. a little too long for me sometimes. But, you know, if you're in for a six minute hypnotic yeah. thing like car accident. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's one hell of a soundscape that he's carved that, that they're carving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that one is th- there's a few moments that are really nefarious. That one that one starts with a 
almost sounds sort of like a serial killer monologue or something like detuned and distorted and it's very creepy and then along those lines in terms of like discomfort I, I just on your point about the long songs I think Purple Hearts in Her Eyes yeah. definitely is an al- is a song that doesn't have enough ideas to be six and a half minutes um, yeah yeah, I, it, I, it, I, it I, I think it starts strong but it just it sort of stays in the same place but on the other side of the car accident right you car accident is the sort of the kind of really like ominous yeah like just uncomfortable song whereas Slut Crusher is absolute noise terror it's just like oh, it's screaming like, and noise terror like, and happy it, hardcore yeah it's the it's the what the the stereotype of like waking your friends up with the loudest thing you can imagine possible yeah. to sober for that would be the song for it like that right? that song it would be it's too intense to soundtrack a horror movie the only thing that there's it another would, song that's like that earlier on yeah yeah but uh i like, would say it's like the soundtrack I do get the point. it's like it's like the soundtrack to taking bath salts or one of those like experimental designer drugs and then going on to like murder six people and try and eat the pavement or something the, it's so intense the, the famous gif of that guy just going like that yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the song that, that that's actually playing in the background I'm sure it's it's um, it's so intense but right after you have like uh, Ecoside Suite yeah which is beautiful yeah it's got some beautiful kind of ghost in the shell glittery synth moments chip yeah um, I get I, I know whether I got chip to knock on the brain but kind of, I, I kind of felt like that yeah there's a very kind of a blooming iridescent flower has a bit of that as well yeah um just some joyous stuff in a very kind of bleak bleak kind of a a, a drum and bass soundscape so yeah definitely yeah and it's not just drum and bass there's a little bit of garage there's a little bit of house a little bit of electro pop but i do think that this it's it's not often in 2021 that you can characterize an artist as being drum and bass the house moment sometimes it's like but you can there there was one song i think it's antidepressant or one of the later songs Mm. where there isn't really a kick yeah but there's there's like a really heavy sub deep bass that's doing the melodic uh that is that the one that's quite it's very cyberpunk yeah it's very kind of yeah. neon and chrome Blade yeah. Runner yeah 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 um, that was pretty cool yeah no I, I like that I like that interesting. one interesting it, it, it's a funny one there isn't I think this is a really accomplished record actually it's, it keeps your attention for long enough it does and it, it's long that, that was my only criticism it is it's an hour it's an hour it's a little longer than the other one an hour and eight minutes it is very it is very long yeah. and I don't think it's that there's weak tracks as such I think it's just that maybe some of the songs that are say six and a half minutes could have been four but but you know but I think overall there's there's a lot of variety even though the mood throughout is mm-hmm. disconcerting and kind of um, it's funny actually I only watched the did you watch um, the Bo Burnham special by any chance inside no I'm going to watch it but, but it gave me a similar feeling in that even though there are moments of euphoria and there are moments of melody and stuff on this you do get the sense that it's coming from an artist who's in a really deeply troubled and bad place (laughs) um and that often often works to its in its favor like uh just just it's a good form of release if you can make it that way um like superstar just put out a statement saying that essentially the project was over and Mm. there will be one last album to come at some point in the future but the album is is more kind of considered almost a a posthumous release but but the the way that it's phrased jesus you would just hope that yeah she's not thinking about doing anything drastic but i do feel like i think seriously has a lot of probably mental issues mental health issues that maybe she needs to kind of work through and i just hope that she's in a Mm -hmm. good place because This is a good form of catharsis. Um, yeah, yeah, and mu- music, music is it definitely is a huge form of catharsis, and it's good to hear that there will be a little bit more material coming down the line. Uh, but maybe it might be one of those things where it's too much of a burden to to work on music that that's this intense, yeah, in that kind of way. Yes, we we uh, we're familiar with a lot of artists that kind of go through this stuff. Yeah, um, that we've covered before. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and especially in the electronic sphere. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I obviously like wish her all the best, and I, I do hope that um that 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 this isn't the end of the project, and um, because I think there's a lot to there's a lot to like here, and I will be going back to you know the earlier earlier material oh, yeah. as well. But I, I think I, this is probably this is probably her best record, I would say. Yeah, uh, of the long stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. the last one was thirty five minutes. Yeah, it was short. Um, I liked how compact that was. There mm. was a bit more focus 
Um, this one has a whole lot more ideas though, so yeah. I, I like it for that. Um, yeah. I'm giving this a give, give this an eight. Really fucking good. Me eight. too. Yeah, me too. I'll give it an eight. Uh, my favorite track. It's probably one of the ones that are actually closer to the start. I'll be honest. A lot of that stuff really hits good. It does. It does. Oh, I, th- there's, like. a, there's a key change in "I Break My Heart" in yours, and I yeah. that really surprised me. It's good. It's was very good. I think. I think. I think. I mean, it's so rare to hear a key change in, in electronic music. I got to give it to that, that track. Yeah, it gets kind mm-hmm. of a good kind of once again another band. Yeah. Tendency showing up in something that usually doesn't have it. Yeah. And restlessness is probably mine. Oh, yeah, restlessness. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a good track. Yeah. The vocal really reminds me even of the song, but I couldn't think of what it was. So, is it a? It could. It could Anna be. Like, it could be Anna Managuchi or something. Yeah, 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 it could be. It could be. Um, maybe maybe the song. Well, great, it's fucking up there the, with that. The stuff. actual Hatsune Miku. A lot of this is up with Anna Managuchi's latest efforts, and that's a that's a kind of good. Yeah, for the most part. No, it's, it's really really well done. I'm done with a lot of. Uh, it kind of feels like it's a very well studied album. That like that she yeah. knows exactly. It takes a lot to what she's drawing on. To get that certain effect, like mm. the PS1 mm. intro screen effect in the synth, that's beautiful stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get the whole serial experiments lane aesthetic that, that, that she's going for, but you know, I, I, I don't know if it's absolutely necessary. And I know one of the one of the kind of question marks was over. It seems to be it's twofold. One is kind of this weird shock four chan yeah. humor, and then the other is this kind of intense. Serial Experiments Lane kind of art style. We covered it with Makes You Smile, to a degree. To a degree, to a degree, to a degree. But I think I think I think think Serious Love had had kind of taken it maybe a step further. But in any case, there's nothing there's nothing objectionable about this album at all. So mm. I think I think it's I think it's very very good. So anyway, um, that's that's an A from you and I for um, yeah. uh, what's it called Schizophrenia Simulation by Serious Love, and that's S E W E or S L V T. Uh, if you want to, if you want to check her out, she's yeah. Uh, and we just hope that she's okay, and yeah. doing well in Australia. Um, so that's yeah. So that that's that's serious. Like last new release of the week, mm. um, and now for something completely different. Oh, for sure, <laughs> Couleur by Dobeg and Ahore, um, who is a singer from uh, Ivory Coast, Cote d'Ivoire. Yes, um, moved to France, age seventeen, in nineteen ninety nine. Uh, to escape the civil war in that country, Whoa. but uh, has since moved back yeah, to hard about her music career. It's pretty intense. That's a that's a huge mishmash of of, of cultural influence. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I think and I, and I have dipped back into uh, Dobe's career a little bit, and I get the sense that it it wasn't always quite as um, what's the word like. Uh, integrated I guess like the influences were maybe as integrated as they, as they are on this album because this album like just as a primer it's it's definitely like an Afropop record but there's a lot of hints to like Western electronic music and Western electropop in particular oh for sure I can pinpoint the exact moments yeah yeah that her his heart rips it half <laughs> but yeah and, and then last day on the on this, the setup for this um interestingly enough do bacon Hori actually won a grammy award for best urban slash alternative performance back in 2010 so she has been kind of a leader in that, I see that ivory coast sort of music scene for a long time um and this kind of is a you know like may- maybe in something of a latter day release um i think it's her maybe her like uh, sixth record oh yeah so she's not a newcomer by by any means but but it is it feels very assured this feels like the work of someone who knows exactly what they're doing yeah um and i was just browsing through the list of albums that were coming out i don't know anything about dope and Ohio, really i didn't know anything until like the artwork, a week and a half the ago artwork got you the, the... yeah just yeah the, uh, just the artwork and then the like the, the sort of description i was like i was like oh this sounds this sounds like something i could get behind what was the kind of description on it um just you know just that it was a really like a modern like a modern sort of afropop fusion kind of record mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is cool because indaba is i thought was fantastic that record we were almost about to cover yeah, yeah. um which was this compilation record of uh, South African jazz, yeah, and and again, it just it drew in from so many different places mm-hmm. and, and influences stuff like that. So I've been kind of trying to keep my eye on any yeah. kind of African releases that come through because they seem to be doing a lot of great stuff at the moment. And uh, I spotted that and I was like, oh, Ivory Coast, like that's how to listen. And the first track, Desert or Dessert or whatever you want to call it, um, just immediately caught my ear. I was like, this is so cool. 
It's the, yeah, really, really lush. Yeah, right. Like just the best slices of the police mixed mm. like that guitaring. Yeah, yeah. The police. I didn't think about them, but those kind of clean yeah. chugs is very police. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very it's very strong. Um, it's a very strong opening track. You know, there's. It's got like that, as you say, that really nice kind of guitar work. There's some synth, really subtle synthesizer. Yeah. Backing vocals add a huge amount to it. The drums, almost throughout, not entirely throughout, but there's, it's got a real kind of thump to them. Yeah. That really lifts everything else. It's, you know, kind of African percussion. Um, and then the ending almost gets quite rocky. heavy, rocky. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got great, a stomp really to it. It's got a stomp to it. And, and, um, yeah. Like, that's not what you get with the whole album. No. Nope course no it's not the, the various different slices of pop in this yeah and i love that to very yeah to varying extents it's it's funny like yeah yeah you're right i mean all the way throughout obviously dobe's voice is in the in the center and i think she's got a really cool voice it's very unique and mm. um, it's what i would describe as like wobbly in a in a pleasant way she's got a lot of vibrato on yeah, her voice uh, and it's, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of a lot of a lot of help uh greetings to the uh the don't know the mic she's using but mm. it's an incredible mic yeah i don't know what it is it just it just it's kind of tinny but in a very good way yeah yeah definitely like it's so crystal clear it is really really clear she's quite it's quite a deep voice um you know by comparison to some some other stuff we would have listened to and she reminds me of uh shami duvall uh the one who did work with uh devin oh, townsend devin yes yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no that's not a bad shade um but yeah you're right there's, i think there's a huge amount of variety in terms of what you get on here like Levatois, the second track, has like all these mad polyrhythms. It does. I think it's in like seven four or something very, like that, but it's still one. it's still catchy and um and then it like sounds lovely. Like the yeah. the, the good kind of uh Calippo kind of yeah, 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 stuff yeah, we yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, Yanake. Sorry, Yakane is the one that I think Yakane. just sounds like you're on holiday. I mean it's yes. gorgeous. It's got like these you know dual lead guitar solos yeah. that you would associate with like I don't know Iron Maiden but it's like done in that kind of tropical way it's I lovely love it what I will say and I think there's, there's other great experiments on the record like yeah. Woman is this sort of Lady Chromatica Gaga. yeah or, or sort of RuPaul style like thumping I don't know like drag electro yeah, song yeah she, she's got the lit. it totally is it totally is yeah uh, and then Zaligwehi is like has that kind of Daft Punk robot rock guitar to it. It's like that real kind of kind of thing. It's a weird one. So there's experiments all throughout and they're great. But a lot of the experiments are interspersed with, I would say, a little bit more middle of the road, um, major key, Uh, you know, not quite as interesting to me anyway. Yeah, it it does get a bit Disney at points. Yeah. Right? Um, uh, But, you know, you got stuff that I love as well. Mm. This is not get onto the bad stuff yet. No, 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 no. Redemption, yeah, Redemption uh, is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. gets now. That's the right amount of chords. That keep yeah. going to Disney. Definitely it's beautiful. Yeah. It's kind of the ballad, I guess, of the of the album. Um, but there's lots of instrumentation that you don't get elsewhere. There's like, there's flute and there's violin and, and, and the way her vocals kind of like um, kind of skitter along. Mm. Really cool, kind of almost a scat. Scat yeah, she's doing this thing. She's like, je ne suis pas pep, je ne suis pas parfait. No, 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 no. Really great flow to it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah, it's great. The, 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 one, the one thing about that song, is I think it's a really good song, is I, you know, throughout, but particularly that song, it's very obvious that there's just a little bit of um, pitch correction or auto-tune or something on the voice, which is a very, like, it's a normal production choice, especially in the pop genre. But on that song... She's clearly got such a good voice, natural, and I've heard live recordings and stuff like that. It's, I w- I it's almost perfect. I think it's just to enhance the perfection. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it doesn't need doesn't, to be enhanced. I'm, I, I, uh, you know, you know. There's an overproduction quality that it's kinda, a choice. Yeah, you know, it works. It's a choice. No, no, no. It's, it's a choice. It's fine. I just f- for that once. I think. I think elsewhere it helps her voice sit into that kind of middle space between the electronic drums and synthesizers and the kind of percussion and the other you know the more sort of the guitar and stuff I think yeah. it works really well but I think on that track I would have just had her voice raw without any product sort of any extra processing on it but, but what if we're wrong good song. and it totally is natural <laughs> what if we're totally wrong and it is that good because we've found artists that are that good before yeah I mean I, I have a very finely tuned ear to that stuff but I could Same. be wrong I, I was kind of picking up on a little bit as well yeah yeah, yeah. but no, I, I agree with you yeah and there is there is other kind of 
fun stuff. Money Puck, I think the guitar, <laughs> you're going to say I'm crazy. I hear I a little bit of all twins on that song. You're not wrong. At the start. I just, I was like, now it could be the other way around, but... It's got that indie slice. It did make me go, what? Um, and then like real Eurovision vibes on the last track, which I'm all, I'm always here for. <laughs> Anything that yeah, sounds okay, vaguely okay. Eurovision. Okay. <laughs> I'll take a slice of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's good. Like it's, it's, it, it was a really, really nice surprise. Cause like, it's fun, right? It just is, mm. you know, we're kind of dreary over here in Ireland. Even with the sun, it's still raining and yeah. this is great to have. It yeah. changes the soundscape of what we see. Yeah. It's nice. And it's it's just it's just always interesting to hear. It's half familiar and half not. Something, well, right? yeah. It's exactly. It's yeah. It's half familiar, half not. It's like there's a whole tradition that's being kind of filtered through maybe a, a familiar lens. Like I'm familiar with a lot more French music than I am African music. Yeah. To be sure. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah. God, I need more African music in my life. But the cross the cross <laughs> yeah. pollination is always what's interesting, and that's something that we've talked about a lot on the show is how like sometimes the most interesting acts are the ones performing a familiar style it's there from like, a different country some of these songs you hear like a bit of accordion which is very french yeah um yeah and then you hear a bit of africans kind of drumming and yeah. it's great it's a great mix yeah no it is it is yeah. definitely yeah 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 um i I'd, I'd love to i'd love to hear it go even further down this route and 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 build on those experiments those kind of weirder songs so I think those are the ones that work the, the Lady Gaga moments yeah 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 definitely definitely but she can go that I'd love to see her belt yeah like, because you can she does kind of the soothing Lady Gaga mm. reminiscent tone as well but yeah. I'd love to see what what else what else is in the back pocket yeah yeah definitely um, I I think it's kind of a tough one I think my favourite song is probably probably Jalous it's got some just great guitar work. Redemption. Redemption. Yeah. No, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm gonna give this a seven. Don't know why I'm with you so much on this, but yeah, seven. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed. You know, enjoyed. We're in the same so room and we're on the same page. Honestly. Yeah. No. I. 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 I think this. I think there's about. Like it's a 40, 40 minute record. I think there's about twenty five great minutes on this, and then yes. I can just take or leave. It's absolutely there's nothing wrong with it. Just is not. It doesn't like. Sound I, well I, I think fire. I hit. I think I hit the first half more than I do the second. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. And um, that's Couleur. Uh, well, it's spelled the French way. Uh, by Dobe Ganahore. D o b e t g n a h o r e. Father, I say e father. E accent. <laughs> um, so you can check check Shocking. that out it's on Spotify and everywhere else that you get your music. And definitely, definitely get the first few tracks to listen because it's excellent stuff. Um, so that is it for new releases, but that does not mean it's the end of the show for we must enter our time no. machine. No pas. Um, dans les machines du temps. Uh, to dial in the year uh, 2007, I'll stop speaking French, 2007. Um, to talk about Christophe Willem. So this maybe requires a little bit of uh, background. First of all, had you heard Hide Nor Hair of this man before? No, that's fine. That's I'm not even gonna fine. pretend. No, 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 no. That's okay. So I, I'll tell. I'll tell you how I came across Christoph Willem, and um, who, funnily enough, because I think the last time machine that I did was Lindsay Sterling, who had her own s- sort of route through TV shows, etc., etc. Right? And I, I only, I only made this connection earlier. I was like, oh, geez, I've done two. We're like, seeing a recurring theme. Aren't I've we? done like two TV sort of musicians in a row, but Christoph Willem basically rose to fame through a show called Nouvelle Star which was like the French version of say Pop Idol back in the mid 2000s I know that show yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so so he he won his series he won the 2006 series of that show um, and in the, I guess the summer of 2007 so like his first yeah. kind of major hit single was Double Jeu which is on this record yeah. and um, I was at a sort of a, a live-in French camp we call it you know French college with like a yep. summer a summer French course that where you, where you stay over for like four weeks um, and one of the teachers obviously this was this song was the biggest song in France this this album went to number one it was number one in France number one in Belgium but huge huge hit as, as was the song Double Jeu and so one of the things that we did in class was okay well we're going to learn some French lyrics we're going to learn a French song 
this is currently the number one song in France and you know we played that the, the remix version the, the one that's like track three or track four um, and I was like this is a fucking banger and we you know learned all the, the lyrics and stuff and I just had that song stuck in my head and when I got back and that was only you know like I suppose 07 I guess I was like 15, 16 um, and I got back I was like I have to I have to source this album somehow just find out if all of his songs mm-hmm. are as good because I couldn't believe his voice you know because you know, you hear you hear his voice, you think, well, that must be a woman, and then it's not. It's no. he's definitely. It took dude. me a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took me a whole album to realize that. To be honest, he's got he's got he's got one of these voices where not only does he have an incredible falsetto, which isn't and it isn't super rare, but he can also sing with his chest voice, open mouth as well, in that kind of feminine register. Yeah. So I I I sourced the album and I was like, okay, the rest of the album, with a couple of exceptions, is nothing like that song. No, but no. it's really cool in its own way so that that's how that's how i came across um christoph Willem. but yeah it's always a it's always a bit of a curveball i think it's yeah. it's it's a very much a pop album uh-huh. in that it it tries a lot of different things not all of them work but i think some of them are fantastic so i'd be interested to hear your thoughts yeah well well of course going off the start of it mm. you get a very um dark moody piece mm. um Almost, on, on, almost Bond esque. Almost entirely different from the whole album, yeah. as it stands. So yeah. I got that was a curveball yeah. in and of itself, yeah. Um, because the next kind of hits this. Um, I would say, <laughs> what what would I sum a lot of this up as? Uh, <laughs> like, what if, what if the main band attraction at the Moulin Rouge was Jamiroquai? <laughs> right, us. would that yeah. be a good? That's not Shop. bad. That's not bad at all. That is not bad. I I mean I think that second one is very kind of simply red. Yeah. It's very like adult contemporary. Like it's got some cracking bass. Oh, booga, booty, badoo. I mean, it's, good chorus as well. Yeah, you know, really, really just solid. Yeah, just you know, it has that. It just feels like it has that atmosphere. Of, it feels great. Yeah, like French. You're right, like Moudon Rouge, just like French cafe. Everyone's like half people are drinking beer, half people are drinking coffee, but everyone's having a great time. I mean, that's that is the atmosphere of a lot of this. It's playful. You yeah, know, those first two tracks, it's like it begins on that bombastic funk, well, melodrama, melodrama, yeah. and then it goes into like the street party. The, cur- the curtains open. Here's the funk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then you know, then you're into like sort of seventies pop musical theater territory you know <laughs> very weird yeah the remixes yeah explain explain the track listing to this okay so i think i think this is this is typical mid 2000s bullshit really? you know because you get the original tracks later on yes according to this listing yeah 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 so it's it's one of those things i mean i'm sure what happened was so there's two tracks i mean really jacques d i don't know why there's a second version on there it is no different no from the uh, version that opens the album so but we have to include it because it's on the standard album but that was such typical like cd era bullshit that you it was, was just to fill the space i don't even know yeah just just they had the track lying around they put it on the cd the dude is your thing right and it, we'll, we'll talk about that song a bit okay. more in a minute but i think it was probably the case that they wrote that song that yeah. that's towards the end of the album the, the quote-unquote original version which has so much going on that it's like it, it's it's clearly it's there's a good like song songs. in there but yeah, it's, yeah. it's too much and so maybe they said okay well let's do a second version yeah and then maybe they realized that that second version that was the single shit we have to put that like <laughs> you know we have to bring that one up on the track list just and, pretend it didn't happen yeah, yeah yeah but we'll include the original so yeah so that song Double Jeu, i think it, like I, I don't know if you agree but i think it's it's it's, it's just a perfect like simple mm-hmm. pop song yeah it's, it's catchy yeah it's it's it, it even though it's an electro pop song to me it sounds like the natural progression of abba or something oh yeah that's a that's very close to what i was about yeah, to say yeah like time travel them mm-hmm. into like 2007 and there you go that's what abba would be doing well i'd say like kiss the bride is closer to abba oh meets, kiss the... meets tron abba meets Synth. tron like Simply Tron, Daft Punk, technically, actually, I like that. <laughs> I I call it I call it Eurovision pop punk. It's, like, it's got that bouncy synth, yeah, thing. You know, really, it's really oh, abrasive yeah. initially, but then it kind of works later on. Oh man, I I think that song is 
one whisper away from featuring Travis Barker. Like I just, I <laughs> really? think that's like like it's it's. I know it's I know it's it's French pop and it's yeah, but something yeah. about the, the melody and the synthesizers and everything about that song. I just think has such a huge energy to it. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a great song, right? Kiss the Bride. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it is, it is big a big big song. Um, I think it's so good. You're right. I think it's a, it's a bit. Is it? You, do you get that kind of whiplash a little bit because there's so many songwriters on this that sometimes there seems to be. Yeah, there are two tracks to me that stick out. Right, there's Le Lycée, yeah. which means like secondary school, yeah. and La Tortue, which comes a little bit further down the track list. And they're both written by a guy called uh, called uh, Philippe Catherine, and he, I think, he just seems to be this really well respected but very very French songwriter who who's kind of known for writing weird like quirky kind of bossa nova inspired but very French songs I don't think either of his contributions work that well I think Lalise they stick yeah, out like a sore thumb they stick out they do they're they're ingenious in their own right but not here they feel like they're almost experiments like he didn't he didn't feel like he needed to to, to like pay the bills with those songs it just jaunty more, intermission bits jaunty intermission bits like Lelise goes for this weird quasi hip hop thing like an eight, yeah, it's yeah. like an 80s hip hop thing it's a little cringe plus all the mentions of Michael Jackson which we don't need to talk about but, but the chorus does this it kind of goes up a semitone it's like this weird chromatic you know, chanting Billy Jean Michael. And it's you never expect a chorus to do that where it, it goes up in a half step. See, initially I was like, Am I listening to a weird rendition of Billy Jean? But yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was not. Yeah. I was not. Yeah. And, he, and well, the other thing he loves to do is he, he loves to do backing vocals on his songs, but he's not a good singer. So on the first track, you've got this come on, come on, come on, come on. It sounds so out of place. And then on Lato 2, he just insists on doing this weird barbershop thing where he's like, Lato 2, Lato 2, Lato 2. Like, it just sounds like there's a sort of an old French dude with a deep voice singing on this track. It's interesting. <laughs> it's but fine. It's, <laughs> but it's, it's weird when you put it beside you know uh, what's that like bomb bomb anatomy anatomy yeah uh, that's great it is really good really kind really of image good, and actually. heap it's sort of image and heap it vibe yeah, yeah, yeah exactly it. It, 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 it it again it's such of its time like that that era was so it was so popular to you to make instruments out of your voice oh it totally to like, feels yeah. early 2000s over compress your voice yeah. and do like a boom 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 thing that's and technically the last song bring right. in the glam rock guitars and stuff yeah, yeah. It, it's not I don't think it is though that's the thing because I think the, the I think the only release ever of it is the CD release which ends with the Jacquardy remix so even though Bomb Anatomic is the last song the last sort of original standalone song it's mm-hmm. not actually the last track on the album um, but it is mm-hmm. one of the best in it my is. opinion what do you think of the only song on the record so basically this woman Zazie wrote most of the tracks with a couple of other songwriters but Funny enough, Christophe Willem himself wrote um, Chambre avec vous, which is the, um, I think it's the fifth track, the fourth, fourth, fifth track. Yeah. What do you think of it? I'm just curious. I like it. I think it's one of the highlights. It's pretty fucking stunning, to be yeah, honest, yeah. compared to what comes right afterwards. Let's <laughs> um, no, see. I'm just, well, um, yeah. But I'm just a sucker. I'm such a sucker for the arrangements yeah. on this are, like, it's nearly every track has... It's real strings pretty stunning and the, the piano and the strings oh god um, and as well like just later on like safe text is great yeah. don't Absolutely. know what about it gets me but it's, it's atmospheric kinda, R&B yeah it's sexy mm. weird it's fun it's just yeah a lot of, I love when this album takes those turns to be honest I wish it was a lot like the first song okay I wish the whole album was a lot like that there's mm. something there. There's a nugget that the kind of turns. Yeah, there's something about that song when, 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 like, when he really shows off what he can do vocally and it, like, boots the door down with the drums and the piano, that dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. The chords, I mean, that's. Is there stunning. is there other Christoph Willem stuff later on in his career Dude. that he does like that? Or is it just. Oh, like that? Yeah, I think there's. I think. I'd love to get. See, Cafe N, which has moments like that I, I'm very familiar with this album and the one after it which is called Caffeine Caffeine looks straight up like 
Jamiroquai with that <laughs> Yeah, he's wearing like a kind of a parka type thing. But there's a song on it which is just, I think, one of the best ever songs. It's called Berlin. Um, okay. But it's not it's not like a Jacquardie. The, yeah, the, yeah. There's a few songs that, that I would highly recommend listening yeah, yeah. to that album. Oh, I think it's brilliant. Uh, the rest of the stuff I, cu- I couldn't speak to you, but I, th- I think I think his second most recent album is a lot of ballady type stuff. But Leo I just, has him wearing another headdress. He just yeah. Is, what's with Jamiroquai and him? Do I they have something together? I think he just just appreciates. He just game recognized game. You know. Okay. Okay. But did you did you enjoy this? I did. Yeah. I did. It kept me guessing, even though I didn't like where it ended up at points. Mm. It kept me guessing, and it gave me enough. Um, it was just fun. Yeah. You know, roller coaster ride that you do get sick on, but you enjoy the. Ride. Yeah. Yeah. I like I just I, I love a pop album in the real true sense of it in that like it just does everything that felt a bit Kylie Minogue points as well very Kylie Minogue points kind of Jesse Ware take a more modern reference but like but then also musical theatre and also oh. sort of 70s just big fucking band in a room throwing money at the session musicians like also trying to ape what's popular at the time like R&B and kind of electro pop and and then and then kind of dumb flights of fancy like Demand which is just a 60s girl group song that with the, with the like swing band yeah um, yeah, yeah and all I, the kind of like the, the kind of horns and stuff I guess, why I guess but this is great. what I guess this is what a 2021 mind thinks of yeah a, a, was it 2006 album 2007 yeah Jesus but yeah yeah times have changed and that's what I don't know how this would fly down these days. I don't. I don't know, and I don't know how how well his popularity has fared over the years. He went on. It does to be seem a... quite dated. Yeah, I will be honest. Y- yeah, I... I wouldn't hear an album like that these days. No, 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 no. It, it's it's it is it is of its time. Even though I think it does draw from. I think you can hear sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. I think literally. You know, to is not is not what well, that's what Giorgio Moroder says on that yeah, track. Yeah. But you know, a little bit of sixties, a bit of seventies, and the sound of the future. It does have the size. But it does, it does, it does draw from all musical eras yeah. almost equally. Um, but that was kind of in vogue at the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think Rio has done the numbers for him quite as much. But he was a judge on the French version of X Factor, which I think is quite funny. That's just- <laughs> Something. Yeah, Something yeah, yeah, and he, he's he's a well-known personality in France. Like, I always find it interesting that similarly maybe with Dobe, who's who's a big star in in Ivory Coast. Like Christophe Lem is pretty much a household name in France, but we just he sings in French, so we would never have heard of him. So we kind of live in our own little English language bubble, I guess. And you've brought many, many of the artists, yes, um, who might be a household name in Japan, for example, uh, or Germany, or Germany, or Germany, exactly. And I always find that interesting. You know, it gives you a little window into the psyche of another country. And I just think... You miss like, out. The, like, we haven't even really discussed... We miss out on a lot. His voice is just mad. It is nuts. <laughs> like, if you thought, I don't know, Tiny Tim sounded <laughs> not like dude. Right, right, right. This guy got it beat. But, yeah. like, in a very effective way. Yeah. Um... Don't quite know how the male voice does that. Because there's moments of, like, it's it's not all high pitch. Like, there's yeah, some yeah. absolutely amazing, like, high moments. Like, there's kind of this, at the end of Kiss the Bride, which is great. And then I think there's a high note somewhere. Uh, I can't tell you which song it is exactly, but there's some, some notes, you know, where he really kind of hits. Yeah. He breaks glass. But then also there's, like, there's moments where he's quite gritty. Like, he can actually put a bit of grit and power behind his voice and add to that kind of energy of the song on a couple of the tracks. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think, I, 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 on Tom Perel is, is one. Yes. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, yeah. And like, there's a bit of grit to his voice. And so that's very impressive to be able to do both, to be able to be really kind of fragile and... Do a song like Chambre Vecchio. Give the bomb mask to this. Yeah, which, which, by the way, I don't know if it, if it's if it occurred to you, but easy like Sunday Morning by Lionel Richie, very similar to that side. It's that da da yeah da da. I'm easy like Sunday morning. You know, it, it's a similar chord progression. But, yeah, uh, it's lovely. There was there was a song. 
Is yes, uh, Dimon. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a uh, red right hand by Nick Cave and the Bat Seeds. You think it opens? Da, with, da, it opens da, with the da, bell. Da, da, da. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, totally yeah. that feel. If yeah. not, not ripping it off, but just taking the elements. Yeah, yeah. Adding to it at least with the bass and the bell. No, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give. If you give me easy like Sunday morning, I'll give you red right yeah, hand. Yeah. That's that's absolutely fine and. And I suppose part of the joy of pop music is yeah. liberally stealing from things <laughs> that you like. Um, That's good. It works. Yeah, it works. It works. I'm so glad because I just... Something about this has always just captured my imagination. Um, you know, I just think that there's... Again, it, it, it says something, I think, very positive about the French that they would I mean, embrace. Like, the only French yeah. music I know is fucking Daft Punk and Daft Punk. Gojira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and just these and just M eighty three and actually, yeah, there's probably a lot more. But yeah, but no, no, no. But I know there what you're is a lot more that does not hit our usuals. That yeah, we should hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually I was thinking about covering because we don't do a lot of French music, but recently we have covered Parish and that Hangman's Chair and uh, there's there was an album I almost was going to cover for that. It just ended up sounding a bit too derivative of Phoenix, another French band. But there's a band called Pastel Coast. It's a good album. Check it out if you yeah. if you like Phoenix, you'll like it. But uh, you know, but the, you know, I think France might be back on the upswing, and I, I'd love to keep covering a bit more French bands, either whether they sing in French or English, because um, there's a lot of talent that comes out of France, and this is an example of it. I think, you know. yeah. Um, so yeah, so and it and it speaks very highly of the French that they would embrace an artist like Christophe Willem yes. um, 14 years ago yeah it's a long time 15 years ago if you count the, the win of the, the TV show you know? oh jeez yeah and um, and Christophe Willem fl- you know flying the flag for pride this month and I think we yes. you and I both will want to wish everybody happy pride good stuff but it is it is great and you know that kind of representation at that time even though it feels recent the world was back a couple of steps back then huh um, so it's it's you know it's encouraging to see and uh, and, a, and a really worthwhile artist to listen to. So that's um, Inventaire, which I think means inventor, uh, by by Christophe Willem. <laughs> <Nadia>, say it, <laughs> say it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, I'm surprised as well. Yeah, that, <laughs> it, it, it means a lot to me that album. Oh really? Okay, wow. Well, really does. Interesting. It really does. I don't know what I'm gonna get you with next time to top this well what could be more different from Bullet of Ulta you know what I mean (laughs) so you'll have to you'll have to try and reach into some other weird dark corner I don't even know how about that oh okay well that sounds exciting (laughs) Um, so listen thank you so much for joining us uh, for this our at this point how many times have we been reunited I feel like this is like the third time third time yeah 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 Um, it's been a weird 14 months but uh, this time we have vaccines or other in our blood yeah so yeah go figure vaccine in my case yeah yeah I'm here other in your case blood just regular blood. I don't leave this room so yeah my blood's my, my own air is in my system so yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no it's 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 been it's been it's been it's been real nice yeah. it's been real nice and we've seen lots of fun albums to look forward to it's been a mad oh, I've already picked for... out five albums for next week that are shoe-ins I have, re- <laughs> I have I don't know about shoe-ins but on my list of releases in June oh I've got how many God. for the 11th 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 like, and that's just this Friday that's just today <laughs> next, ne- next time we have fucking um don't make any promises you can't keep. Oh, I won't. I'll just discuss <laughs> things that have flown into my face recently. Sure. <laughs> so we have garbage. We do. We have garbage. Um, we have AFI. We do. In theory. In theory. Um, we have the um, very first ever solo album from Jim Ward. Fuck really? Oh God. Whatever. Um, probably what the probably should be the second solo album, but we won't talk about. We that. We have technically Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. We um, also have Cold Cave. Oh my God. Uh, I didn't even know that already. The Danny Elfman album. Danny there? Elfman. That's the one. <laughs> I, there's a new Marina album, the Diamonds album. But the Danny Elfman album in particular is yep. an important one for me, I think. And then last but by no means least, next Friday, it's Friday, Friday, Rebecca album, uh, Rebecca Black's album comes out on Friday. For real? <laughs> so, her first album. <laughs> is this the first album? It's her debut album. Because I saw Noisy did a little uh, retrospective with her. Like, oh, really? your career so far. Your career, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I know, it's mad. Yeah, she's been releasing singles since Friday. That's... Not Friday, just oh, gone, but like, the song, Friday. Friday. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just Friday. 
Oh but, man, but, that uh, is, we uh, might have to fight to the death for. I think there's going to be some some real. There's going to be blood, sweat, and tears. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about them regardless. We will. Been good. It's been good. It's been real, and it is good to be back. So thank you very much for listening. You can follow us in all the usual places. Yes. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. Just search "Kill Shuffle." That's where we keep our playlist. Yes. And you can also listen to the show. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can look yes. killshuffle.wordpress.com. You yes. want to email us, get in touch. If you want us to review your album? We might. We can't guarantee. We might. It. We, <laughs> we might. We might be terrified. But send so. us it through anyway, and we'll have a little listen. And if we like it, we'll review it. And um, thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you very soon. Bye.